Hello. Welcome back to the Second Paradigm Podcast. Today we're talking about a very special 45 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe for, oh no, I was going to say maybe it was 47, but it's definitely, it was 45 and or less. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so you Which, wanted to record a podcast. Yes, because I... Tell me why. Tell me what's well, going on. Well, because I'm just in the throes of it, and it's really real, and it feels hmm. a, another layer, I guess, of like me being me in the world is like real-time expression, real-time truth, and not filtering it out and waiting for the lesson to then teach on the lesson and like, you know, all the things that you're mm-hmm. supposed to do, especially in the like coaching mentorship world. I don't even know if those supposed tos exist anymore, because I'm so far removed from that world, but it feels important to, yeah, just real time express. Mm -hmm. So I think that also goes with my top value of truth. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I was just crying outside and I was like, ah, fuck. And it came in a few times and I was like, damn it, we need to record a podcast. And I kept like arguing with the energy and and here we are. So you're welcome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, so tell us what happened. Relentlessly, you're one of God and a collective of everything. We're literally the same matter as the trees, the stars, the breeze, that alone we breathe. The only truth is interconnectedness. Separation is only forgetfulness. Wake up to this grounded existence, led by soul, where the world stands witness. Well, I recorded. We'll put the clip in here. Sure. Um, Let's roll it. I think I just got like, yes, I'm eating a piece of cheese. Sideways shamed at the target. So I smiled at the lady in front of me who was decked out in a mask. And I just, I don't know, I just smiled at her. I just like couldn't help myself. And then she says to the boy who's also wearing a mask, the checkout boy. And she's like, you know, I just really need to thank you for wearing a mask. I have family members with stage four cancer and this is gonna save their life. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. It's like, is this a problem that I'm not wearing a mask? Okay. So, oh, God. one, you're eating cheese. <laughs> yes, eating cheese. For some context. I'm eating cheese. Yep. Okay. Provolone cheese, to be specific. I was having a craving <laughs> for some salt. Okay, so so let's unpack it. What's what's going on? Well, so I posted that on Instagram. You know, as I post my entire life on Instagram. Yeah. And then I got a comment back um, saying specific. After like three oh. or four comments, right, that were that like laughing, it. understanding it. Yeah, totally. You got a full page of eye rolls, right? Which yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, I love Shout that. out. <laughs> uh huh. And then I got a message. So yeah, but but you forget about those nice messages when of course when you get one of these. So now let's jump right to it. Yeah. So kind of unfeeling. You can't have empathy for someone who works retail and has to go home to chemo part PT with a suppressed immune system? Question mark. Miriam, step up and don't be a dick. Peace sign, Blackheart. And then I was like, okay. I was like, wait, what? I was like, first of all, the guy that works at Target isn't going home to the chemo patients. Like, I I was just so confused because it felt like I was like, wait, did you not even listen to the story? 
so it just it it, it played into my thread of feeling misunderstood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I blocked her ass, um, <laughs> and posted it to social media. And I'm just gonna just continue. If me being me means be being a dick, then I guess that's just the truth of it. Okay. Here's what's tough. The narratives are convincing, or else they wouldn't be the narratives. They're at least surface level convincing. Mm-hmm. So the COVID narrative has been wear masks, stay inside, get contact tracing apps, get a vaccine to save lives, specifically the elderly. Yeah. So save old people's lives by following these rules and ushering in a police state. Mm-hmm. The, which the last <laughs> sentence is obviously snark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Snark, but coming yeah, true. You, you can uh, you can argue that. Uh-huh. The rest <laughs> the rest is the actual narrative. The <laughs> Black Lives Matter thing that came up after it is like share these posts, read these books, take these stances publicly, or you're a bad person. So stand by systemic racism, stand by these things. No matter what you think, no matter what other research you do outside of these books, if you don't agree with these books, then you're wrong and you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. So they're convincing enough on the surface because it feels as though you're taking a stand for the elderly and for black America. Mm-hmm. And it feels as though if you're not doing that, like why wouldn't you do that? Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you take a stand for What's the elderly or you? black America? Yes. Mm-hmm. When you think about it deep enough. Not even that fucking far deep, can I just say. Yeah, but you got to be able to, to sit down and think about it in the first place, which I think is hard to do when it seems so surface level obvious. It seems so surface level virtuous. Hmm. That like if you're scrolling and all of your friends are talking about it on social media, there's no reason to even necessarily think about it. But I think the circles we run in, first of all, there are lots of people who are thinking about these things very differently. So we also see very opposing opinions. Mm -hmm. And we also go and seek out opposing opinions. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the opposing opinions, the surface level arguments don't stand up anymore. Mm -hmm. All that being said, I don't think either of those narratives have been our role ever. Truth. Not not in the slightest. Yeah. We're not here to be the counter argument. Like we're not playing Alex Jones role. Mm-mm. We're not playing David Icke's role. Mm-mm. We're also definitely not playing the mainstream role. The role I think that we consistently play is listen, get your own truth and stand by it. Yeah. And think about this stuff. Yeah. Like really, really be with this stuff. And when your own intuition is telling you to go against the narrative, that's okay. Yeah. Because the narrative doesn't hold up past fifteen seconds of research. Yeah. So it's okay. I think that's the stand that we continue to take. So that in the context of that, it makes sense. And I think the comments that you got back, they understand our stance. They understand that like you poking fun at this scenario was weird. It, it was weird that she sideways shamed you, didn't acknowledge you at all. Mm-mm. And that there was no human connection. None. You you came with like a smile. You came with like, I don't care that you're wearing a mask and I'm not wearing a mask. Like what? I don't care that we disagree on this mask issue. I'm going to honor your humanity. And she completely denied you any sort of connection whatsoever and then went on to sideways shame you to another person who she saw being on the same side yes and that's kind of what's happening collectively yes that but homeboy is wearing a mask because he wouldn't have a job if he didn't wear one yes and he and i could feel him looking at me wanting to engage further and wanting to like i could like hear this whisper in his soul of like hey i don't wear this either when i'm outside of work it was like, hey, I want you to know that like I don't do this either. Like I yeah. could feel it. Like in I want him. you to know I'm not complicit in this random sideways shaming. Yeah. I think is imagine what he was feeling. He was 
sweet as pie. So the reason why I think we take these stances, you very more publicly than I do. I mean, outside of this podcast, which I'm, I'm working on sorting through my own truth still, you know? Yeah. It's an evolution. For sure. And you always tend to be a couple steps ahead of me on that evolution. And I tend to be a couple steps ahead of you in understanding the evolution, you <laughs> yes. know, right? That's just our fucking, that's our thing. <laughs> it is our thing. And meanwhile, I like, I like cower a few steps back, but like, I'm like, yeah, I really get what you're doing there, Miriam. <laughs> yeah, keep going. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be there soon. Yeah, just, just keep running. Keep going. I keep swear, trusting. I Welcome swear. home. Welcome home, girl. <laughs> but the reason why we continue to take this stance is because the kind of pushback that's coming back is nonsensical. And the kind of pushback that's coming back against anyone who's speaking their truth outside of this is the kind of pushback that stops forward progress and that silences what we call the cutting edge who's actively thinking about solutions for humanity who's actively landing new embodiments or developing spiritual technologies or any other technology for that matter the people who are genuinely like right on the front lines like pressing the edges of like what do we actually do about these things other than just talk about them publicly with the same opinion that everyone else has so that we can prove that we're a good person other than that what can we do about these things those people i think are getting silenced by the barrage of outrage yeah so the stance that we continue to take and even our our recent channel night b took the exact same stance he's like listen we want you to have something to stand on so that you know that your truth is okay right now because it doesn't look like it yeah when you have an opinion that's arguably moving the world forward substantially. It's not welcome. It feels like it's not welcome. Yeah. It feels as though it's not welcome. And the truth is, it is welcome. People are craving it. And the actual statistical evidence of the number of people you got back that laughed or the number yeah. of people you got back that were like, that just totally misunderstood what you were saying or were just overly triggered about that matter even the stats like the the cold hard facts point mm-hmm. to like oh yeah like the the opposition that you feel isn't nearly as much as you think it is totally. the collective pushback isn't nearly as much as you think it yeah. is you might have the the like a random person completely misunderstand what you're saying or so entrenched in that surface level narrative and haven't thought about it deeply enough to be to even be able to be with what you're saying you may have those people but like does it does it really matter at the end of the day right. the large majority of people who are following you really, really understand what you're doing or at least love what you're doing even if they don't understand what you're doing mm-hmm. because you're creating greater space for liberation despite the fear of massive collective pushback right now. Hmm. And you being able to go on and make a joke while eating cheese very nonchalant <laughs> about a narrative that a lot of people hold yeah. of we do these things to save lives yeah, which the facts i don't know you know the the facts are kind of up for debate Mm -hmm. on that Mm -hmm. you being able to make that joke essentially creates more room you're like hey i'm just gonna put my flag way the fuck out here just so you know anything between wherever you think you're afraid of of saying and like where i'm saying like i i'm saying this i want to give you permission to say whatever the fuck is really here for you and it's the thing you consistently do and the thing that people who follow you consistently feel that's what i have to say about this yeah no i appreciate it uh yeah the tears like just keep rolling in in waves yeah it's just it feels i'm like oh this is why people don't say it because i mean even this morning i was woken up at 5 a.m 
and checked Instagram and I was like, fuck, it's so early and all guided check Instagram. And I have this mm-hmm. massive comment on one of my videos about how this person can't follow me anymore because I don't support black lives matter. Um, yeah, it was like a whole slew of other things and how they're going to miss my giggle and miss my smile and miss my bright energy, but they can't, you know, they can't support Mm -hmm. me because I don't support BLM and Mm -hmm. everything. It was like posted 23 minutes ago. And I was like, that's why I was woken up delete. Like I was like, Nope, 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 Nope. Like imperfect. Thank you. I've never seen your name pop up in my life. I didn't even know you were following. I've never seen you engage on anything, but it's really interesting to like, to get this like pushback and this like hate or whatever it is and still feel clear in my knowing of like, I still need to say these things. Like I don't even feel like I was like Mm -hmm. off or that I'm doing something Mm -hmm. wrong or it, it feels so led and guided and mm-hmm. true and I mean I had a call I had a call me today with a woman that was like yeah Miriam like you were t- posting about the max masks and I was so mad at you she's like mm-hmm. I was so fucking angry Love I was it. like fuck Miriam what the fuck is she saying mm-hmm. she's like I was pissed at you and then I was like whoa she's like I I was like why am I responding this way to Miriam like I know her like mm-hmm. She's a good person. She's a kind person. She has so much love to give. Mm-hmm. She's like, what, why am I responding this way? And then she sat with herself and, and did some research on her own and was like, oh, like she and then she even said she's like, when I check in with myself, she's like, my insides tell me like to not wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And she's fucking living in the Mecca of COVID. And she said that's what she realized was why she was so mad at you. Yeah, it was she was mad at herself because she had got swept up in the narrative and wasn't trusting herself. Yeah. Yeah. And then she fucking booked a call me and we got to like talk it out. And it was yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. We got to do some really fucking deep ass work. Mm-hmm. And I got to bring through light language on the call, which I haven't done in a call me, which was awesome. Mm, cool. Mm hmm. And like the mm. the interpretation that she got from the light language was so spot on that mm-hmm. like we neither of us could have gotten there without it like because mm-hmm. it broke through all of the like English constructs. Yeah. And yeah, oh, it was just fucking amazing. And I'm like, this, like this is it. Yeah. And it's so it's cool to like ride those highs and like feel so aligned and on purpose, and then get like boom. And I'm like, fuck. Can I still stay in my knowing? Can I still stay in my truth? Like fuck and I I felt Mm -hmm. like I got like knocked over with Miriam don't be a dick and I'm like wait who's calling who a dick here (laughs) like Mm -hmm. what are you doing and and it's interesting too because like I I come to this place and this is not I don't know how else to express it other than this way but like I would never say that shit to someone Mm -hmm. I would never say anything I would just skip like Uno, skip, reverse. I don't know. Fucking mm-hmm. draw five. Get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah. We have an ex- uh, a very um, exclusive game of Uno <laughs> <laughs> where you do draw five <laughs> and you flip the deck and you skip and you yeah, it's all the things. It's really cool. But anyway, and like even yeah, this is all along the same thread because I mean that even is. a friendship just a five year friendship just ended for me, mm-hmm. and like I mean. It, it like had to 
it, it is just what was there. Like it just made sense. And when you're really following the energy and trusting what's here for you, like it you feel things start to orbit out even before it happens. And if it doesn't easily orbit out, it needs to, to ramp up in intensity and it's the same every single time. And like, that's hard too. That's been really hard to sit with. And like, but I still feel steady in my knowing. And I mean, she called me stubborn and racist and all of these other slew Mm -hmm. of things. And you know, that I'm responding a trauma response and like all this stuff. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that is shit. I would never fucking say to someone never Yeah. because what good does that actually do? And I feel so proud of my response back to that fucked up letter. Mm hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm still standing here in this. Like, I'm still standing here in my truth. I'm not going to make you wrong. I'm not going to rip apart all the things that you just ripped apart within me. And mm-hmm. it feels like the same thing with these comments coming in. Mm-hmm. And so like in the personal development world, right? You'd look at like, oh my God, where do I have these energy leaks? And like, what have I done wrong to manifest these comments? And, mm-hmm. you know, you go into that whole slew of thing. I, things. I've done nothing fucking wrong. Yeah. Number one. And I will continue to stand in this. Yeah. Like if anything, it's building up my energetic resiliency to continue to be more of myself despite the pushback, despite what other people expect of me and want me to be in order for them to see me as a good person. Mm -hmm. I'm not playing. Yeah. I refuse to play. And like, uh, God, literally in 30 years when I'm fucking 65 I'm so glad that I can say that I've been doing this work my entire life yeah that is more important to me than anything else and it's not about being stubborn and it's not about bucking the system and it's not about being rebellious Mm -hmm. it's not about any of those things Mm -hmm. I agree wholeheartedly (laughs) I know it's finally landing yeah you see it yeah I and that's like when you as you're listening to this I'm sure you can feel the difference of like like soul truth like that's just what's fucking real yeah and it's like anything can come at me and like it doesn't fucking matter. But I ha- I do. I mean, I'm fucking human. I have these slip ups of like where it does hit me and it does feel like it matters. And it does feel like this person and this person and this person who I don't even fucking know who, that their opinion of me matters. But you know what? You know the fuck what? <laughs> Is <laughs> Sounds ridiculous. But it, what's interesting to me is... I often find that the people that are in the comments section, mm-hmm. like Jillian Anderson, just she brought up the perfect metaphor for it, and I just really love it. She was talking about being the tree and, I, and not the creeper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where the fuck is she going with this? And being and the creepers are the vines. Mm-hmm. So it's like, be the tree, stand in your truth, say what you need to say. Don't be a creeper. Like, don't be in the fucking comment section, like just only responding to other people's truths and solidity. Mm-hmm. Cause what would it be like to fucking stand on your own, on your own goddamn page and, sh- mm-hmm. and share your actual truth? Oh, is that too scary? Because you might get pushback because then you might get a motherfucking creeper like yourself. Is that what you're afraid of? Are you afraid of the thing that you're being on everybody else's page? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet you fucking are. I see it. I see it so clearly. Yeah. 
what a waste of goddamn precious energy of who you're here to be in the world and what you're here to share by hiding yourself in other people's comments and pushing off of them and showing up as though you're the virtuous one. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? I mean, that's, that's what I mean when like, when you dig down even a little bit into the narrative, that's like hate on anyone who's not saying these exact things. Like there are massive assumptions that can't be true. Right. Massive assumptions. One assumption is anyone that doesn't have an opinion that's yours is ignorant. Mm-hmm. The the letter that you got, that was the perspective. Yeah. The comment that you got, that was the perspective. The reason why you don't think like me is because you're ignorant. So I either have to hate you or educate you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But lots of the people of different opinions have very comprehensive opinions. It takes a lot to have an opinion that's different than the one that everyone else is saying. Because the the opinion that everyone else is saying, everyone knows. Everyone knows yeah. the, the CDC guidelines. Everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't know a single fucking person who doesn't know what you should, in quotes, be doing in this. I don't know mm-hmm. a single person that doesn't know, in quotes, what you should be doing for BLM and the ways that you should be supporting this movement through your own education and through your own charity efforts or, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. More likely than not, there's a very good reason why people have chosen not to have that narrative. And it's not fucking ignorance. Yeah. It's just not. The fact that that's what we think it is, is in itself another narrative that's being built into this. Yes. Where we're justifying voices being taken down off of our platforms because they offend us and because they trigger us and because they're held as ignorant. Mm Mm-hmm. But the dissenters of opinion very rarely are ignorant. More often than not, they've thoroughly explored as much as they possibly can because something in them won't allow them to accept the narrative. So there's just that. It's just one example, yeah. right? Without even having to go into an issue. I know it's funny. I think back to COVID nineteen, and I was like, no, no. This is not fucking true for me. This is not real. Like, no, I'm yeah. not fucking playing. It was yeah. in that it was, my truth comes in fucking hot and ready and it is on point. And I think it's true for literally everyone. On the How planet. could it not be? Yeah. But then it's like and, and like I said before, like I could I, I on Instagram, I could start to feel myself start to slip. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, but Miriam, like just wear the mask. You really like this chiropractic work. Like, yeah, but like, no, like, no. And the reasons are emotionally manipulative. Like that's the the whole reason why the narratives work is because they are specifically emotionally manipulative. Mm-hmm. So like if your truth, that initial truth head I think comes in for everyone and there's like, wait, there's something fucking off about this. We're going to lock down the whole country. Yeah. Do the numbers justify sports. that? Like, wait, 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 like what's, what's happening? And then they go, well, if you don't, you're going to kill old people. And you go, oh, well, fuck, like, yeah. like, fuck me. Like, I'm not a fucking old person murderer. Like, yeah. I'll do whatever the fuck you want me to. Mm-hmm. Because they, they they rip on your emotional heartstrings. Yeah. They rip on the, like, are you a good person or not? Mm-hmm. And when I called my mom and asked her if it is she funny. was scared. I'm going to get my coffee. Okay. When I called my mom and asked her if she was wor- she worried about it, she's like, oh, no. If I'm going to die, I'm going to die. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, you know, that's the truth. Because your mom has that same fucking truth barometer. Yeah, she does. I know she's always had it. It's wild. And she's, yeah, I mean, she she knows. she And yeah. she doesn't play. And like, 
I don't know. I love that about her. Yeah. Like I love like that she makes me think just by her being, you yeah. know, and I, she's triggering the fuck out of her neighbors right now. Cause she's not wearing a glove. For she's sure. not wearing a mask. She's not. Cause I was like, I said something to her. Oh, cause she still gets together with her friends. And she's like, oh, I was like, do you guys wear masks? And she's like, Oh no. And we hug each other and we sit real close. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they talk about God and they talk about the Bible and God, I just love it so much. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, I don't know. I forget what we were even laughing about, but she's like, Oh, but cause, and she's like, well, technically I'm not even supposed to be out. Cause I'm, I'm that age. I'm the old people. And I was like, Oh yeah, you're not even supposed to leave your house. I forgot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like what kind of life is that? Yeah. Just even, even, even without diving into like all the like quote unquote conspiracy theories, the truth theories (laughs) that like, what kind of like life is that to like, again, have an external source dictate your truth Mm -hmm. because when you check, because I mean, and that's, it's just showing to me over and over again, how programmed people are. Mm -hmm. Like it is wild because I mean, even talking to that woman today, she said, I mean, you know, she had a different word for it. She called it all her insides, told her no to not wear the mask. And then she started going down rabbit holes and finding out more information and was like, Oh, okay. There's something else here. Mm Mm-hmm. And like when that's why I talk about the importance of trusting your inner knowing above all else, especially the collective narrative, especially the current, because no one can take that away from you. No matter how many of our quote unquote freedoms get ripped away during this time, no one can take that internal knowing away from you. And you do get to operate from that space. Yeah. It's so funny. I kept having this flash. I was like, man, if I ever did wear a mask, I would definitely write on it. I'm a good person on my mask just so everyone knows you know I wouldn't want to wouldn't want to confuse anybody or offend anybody by wearing my mask yeah but it's 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 been really challenging and it's it's interesting too because then another piece of that narrative is like oh but this is all intended to create divisiveness between people like people but that's another piece of the narrative like you can see it that way or like with the friendship that recently just orbited out for me, mm-hmm. it's like, or I can just see it as it orbited out. Mm-hmm. What if that's okay? What if you just don't resonate with people and you just let things drop? Yeah. And like if it orbits in, it orbits in and that's cool too. Yeah. I think the thing that people may not understand about what we're doing. <laughs> Everything. Is that it's not about having an opposite perspective that's stupid right that's the rebellion thread we unpacked the other day where i was like my love you're not rebellious that you're not like if suddenly it was like nobody wear a mask you wouldn't be like i'm gonna wear a mask now you wouldn't like there's nothing in you that would (laughs) compel you to do that because that's stupid like that is the kind of ignorance that people think you are that elicits those comments yeah right because that's just stupid i think we can all agree that just doing the opposite of what everyone else is doing is not a good strategy for life (laughs) i know more often than not it's going to lead you to total demise i can see robin nodding right now (laughs) yeah but i think what people don't understand is even some of the opinions or the facts that we're pulling we're doing so to help validate the inner knowing that we trust above everything yes because i want to show that i trust my inner knowing and it's safe for you to trust yours too yes and what I find really fascinating is that the things that you go and you seek out end up helping to add a layer of 
almost like reliability and validity to the thing that you already felt at the very beginning. And I think most people have that initial, so most people have that initial hit, right? And they're like, there's something really off about this particular pandemic and the way that it's being handled by the federal government, by the states, by the CDC, by the WHO. There's something weird happening here. I don't know what it is. I don't know 100% that the reasons that we talk about or the things that we talk about are actually the reason why we're feeling such a strong ping to not wear a mask or to to not get a vaccine or to not do those things. I don't actually know. I don't know 100% like, oh, it's because Bill Gates is a lizard man who, <laughs> right? And obviously, right. I don't actually believe that, but it's because Bill Gates is a lizard man who wants to kill everyone. Mm-hmm. It's not sweater. <laughs> because of that, that mm-hmm. we believe what we do. No, we no, believe no, what no, we no. do anyway. Yes. Because we can feel the validity all the way through in our own intu- intuitive knowing. That's yes. the thing we're actually following. Yes. Then we're exploring and we go, why am I getting something so different than what's out here? Yep. We end up finding voices of people who are saying things that we go, oh, that feels ve- like weirdly familiar to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Not exactly. Yep. And I don't agree with everything. Like I'm not a I'm not a hardcore conspiracy theorist. I don't agree with fucking Alex Jones. I don't agree with David Icke. I don't agree with lots of these people, but I agree with some things that they're saying and yep. I agree with the conclusion they're that they're coming yes. to. But not because they came to that conclusion, because I came to that conclusion anyway. Yes. Yes. So the thing that we're actually valuing above everything <sighs> is soul truth. Mm-hmm. Literally above everything. Yes. Like above even I'm trying to, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think it's, it's so hard to, to get specific with values because I don't think we have the language to articulate it in the way that I feel it. Do light language. Yeah. You get that? Right. It makes perfect right? sense. You picking up what I'm putting down here. I think on a very simple level, you're going to trust your soul truth over any of the other truths. Like you're not standing by, I'm not going to wear a mask. You're standing by my soul truth is telling me to not wear a mask. I don't entirely even know why, Yeah. but I value my soul truth over everything else because at the base of my foundational reality context, I believe that that's connected to all of divinity. I believe that there's a deep internal knowing and I continue to find validation for this internal knowing, not through conspiracy theorists, Mm-mm. but through my own life experience. Things continuing to go well when I trust my intuition and things continuing to go really fucking rocky and painful and miserable when I don't. Yeah. I continue to see evidence of a larger network of divinity working for me in every single way. And I continue to see evidence for my own free will being completely available to me to choose or not to choose the light or the absolute highest possible thing that can happen for me in any given moment as calculated by all of fucking divinity. I'm choosing to trust that that's real, first of all, and that the thing that I'm getting is as real as, as that thing is. I'm trusting my own connection. I'm trusting the way I'm able to interpret it. I'm trusting, I'm trusting myself to trust divinity. Yep. That's the core of everything. Yep. That's the thing we're actually standing by. And everything else we talk about is to help 
add some layers of context and add some wording and articulation and some potential reasons for why some of those things may or may not be, why people may or may not be feeling that thing. But at the end of the day, ultimately, we want people to trust their truth over even our truth. Yes. We're not here to be fucking gatekeepers of truth. No. That's an old fucking game. That's the coaching industry. That's the guru mentality. That's emotional manipulation in the coaching industry. The fucking podcast we did that was like three hours long that like people yeah. love because it fucking hits. We're not here to be gatekeepers of light. We're here to take a very, very hard stand for light so that other people can fucking do that too. Yes. And to trust their own truth. Yeah. And there have been things like with our friends who, who came to Tucson, there have been things that like we had an opinion about their life and they had a very different read. They trusted themselves in their read. And we yes. went, thank fucking goodness you did. And yeah. didn't just trust ourselves blindly. Right. Like, thanks for trusting your own truth. I can feel the fucking validity in what you did. I yep. love it. Yep. Like, good fucking job. Yes. And we'll validate people having very different opinions than us. Yes. And you'll validate people all fucking day yes. for wearing a mask when it's their truth yes. all the way through. Yes. And they go, you know what? Like, I have I have these elderly people. I have these things. I, I have these these circumstances. And it's just the best decision I can make yeah. here. We validated the shit out of my dad. I know. He hasn't gonna... left the house since fucking, like, May f- or March 15th or something. Yeah. Because he's taking care of a 90-year-old lady. Yeah. And that means enough to him to not even have any sort of risk whatsoever, regardless of what the statistics say. Yes. Regardless of any fucking narrative, regardless of anything, yep. he he values this lady's life that's actually in his own circumstances more than anything. Yeah. We don't have a fucking 90-year-old lady that we're taking care of. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense for us at all. Right. And I think it's also a really powerful stance to take in our messaging and in all of those things. Like there's a bunch of reasons that I can guess why you have this stance. And my stance on masks isn't even as hard. I wore a mask a couple times in Denver to get us groceries because to me getting groceries and the ease of that made more sense than not wearing a mask. But even in that, you were unwilling to and I really respected your truth in that. Like, we're not Mm. talking about absolute truth in the circumstances saying this is what everyone should do. Right. We're saying trust your fucking self because we're all so different in our circumstances. Yes. And we all have this connection to this massive network of divinity. Fucking trust that. Yep. Trust God. Trust your fucking self to listen to the fucking voice of God to your own or to all that is, however you want to see it, whether you see it as a massive collective of everything or God, same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. It's really big and powerful. Like Mm -hmm. fucking listen to it and trust yourself to be able to, to parse through your own truth, stand by it a hundred percent because from what we've seen in our own lives and in everyone's lives who come through this work, it just fucking works. It works yeah. so much better. Yeah. So much better across the board. Business goes up and it's way fucking easier. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. fucking methodology do you hear? Would you like to do significantly less, have things feel way better and still go incredibly well and grow? Like what fucking sales page can you say that without getting flagged for fucking false advertising? <laughs> like it's remarkable. It's remarkable yeah. how good soul works. That's yeah. the thing we're actually standing by in everything. Yeah. And when you're talking about when you're talking about the lady who fucking sideways shames you for the thing, in a way you're poking fun at the the lack of acknowledgement of soul truth. You're poking fun at the at the lack of acknowledgement that when we run narratives, often it's not absolute truth for everyone. Yeah. But there's something fucking deeper here than yeah. listen to Bill Gates, listen to the CDC, listen to the WHO, and listen to Leila Saad and the, the Black Lives Matter movement. There's more here than these fucking 10 people get to dictate what everyone should do and think in all of America or else you're not allowed to have a voice or a platform. Mm-hmm. In what world does that make more sense? Mm-hmm. 
it, it just it just doesn't it, it fucking doesn't so i want to clarify right the yeah. thing we're standing by here is soul truth yep. not our opinions i could right. i could give two shits about my opinions my opinions change mm-hmm. very frequently because i'm constantly doing research that challenges my own opinion mm-hmm. constantly my yeah. opinions are changing all the time but my opinion on soul truth has been fucking rock solid for like a couple of years now yeah And I can't see that going away because there's nothing else I've seen that works or even makes sense of reality. I just look out and I see people really fucking confused. And for like by the stroke of fucking luck. Right. And you rolled your eyes at me because it's not entirely true, but this is how it feels sometimes. (laughs) It's like by the stroke of fucking luck, I, I happened to fucking fall into this thing where I'm channeling and I, I guess because I value soul truth and all of this above everything else and i have for a really long time <laughs> i valued truth and the the insatiable search for truth above everything else but outside of my own values <laughs> it feels like by a stroke of fucking luck we landed in this paradigm we landed in this understanding that where when i look out at the world i'm never confused yeah i'm never confused i haven't been confused about the world in like at least a year. And that's that's very conservative. At least a year, I haven't been confused basically about fucking anything. Oh, fuck. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And it shocks me when I look at when I look at my maps and context, I'm like, "Wait, how how the fuck did I end up here? Like how <laughs> the fuck did I end up with this context that makes so much sense across everything where I can see everyone's opinions and I go, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like both sides are completely valid and they're actually talking about this one thing mm-hmm. in what, like how, and I don't fucking know outside of soul truth. Mm-hmm. It's the only explanation is to make it really fucking real. And as soon as I make it real, I freak out a little bit. I go, oh my God, this is fucking crazy. Like, it's, oh my God, it's so wild. And it like, you know, and I get like nervous and like shy and I look like a six year old with my legs fucking crossed, and my arms crossed and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy if this is really, really real, but I can't find any other explanation. And I'm willing to bet my life, my entire brand, my entire business, our fucking livelihood on the fact that soul truth is very real and valid. And I think that's the thing that we continue to take a stand for over everything because yeah. it just makes the most sense. It holds the truest and nothing else makes fucking sense. It's the world has gone, has gone absolutely fucking mad. Yeah. And to take a stand for soul truth and all of that, I think is a virtuous thing. And I, I can't see any truly logical reason how you sharing your truth is bad. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I know it's funny. I, I even say things and I'm like, oh, this is interesting because I, I feel called to say what I say. I feel yeah. called to share what I'm sharing. Yeah. And I and you get the ping. Yeah, I get the ping and I do it uh-huh. and it feels edgy. But like but there's this like relationship that I've developed over the years with my intuitive knowing that's like, oh, yeah, but share it anyway. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, this feels scary. It's like, and it yeah. started with your art, right? Your your art of truth. That level of solidity and, and all of that, yes. right, has always been there with your art. Art, art has, yeah. Because it, it's like, oh, and there's also a writing off of the profundity of it, too, that has helped, I think. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because I think um, with the art, I'm Ooh. like, oh. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's like ballsy to admit. Oh, well, it's just true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's just chalk and pastels. It's just scribbles. Anybody can yeah. do it. Yeah. And like light language. I I, I write off my whole fucking channel too. Yeah. I get it. It's like anybody can do it. Yes. Yeah. 
You heard so, me do it a fucking second ago. By some stroke of luck. I know. <laughs> I have these value systems where I prioritize Jesus above everything. Fuck. <laughs> I'm like rolling my eyes. They're uh-huh. <laughs> going to get stuck in the back of my head. But yeah, so it started with art and then yeah. it's, it's recently kind of transformed or started to kind of, it feels like some threads from that solidity in your art have, have started to translate to you speaking your own truth, yes. realizing that it's your channel, right? Yes. Well, light language helped bridge the, mm. the three. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because I every time I would do light language, I would really only do it for myself. I mean, Robin, I talked to her the other day and she's like, girl, you've been holding out for how long on this light language? (laughs) I was like, oh, you've been doing light language longer than I've been channeling. No, my channel opened um, a month after yours. It was December 15th, 2016. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were like a month before me. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Thanks. Mm hmm. Yeah, almost to the day. It's kind of gnarly. Mm-hmm. You were November 17th, right? Yeah. 2016. Yeah. And then we met on the 20th. 17th or 18th. Yeah, we met yeah, on the 22nd. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so and then we didn't talk for like a while. And then my yeah. my channel opened and then we ended up reconnecting mm-hmm. again like in January. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so fun. Because our relationship made no contextual sense outside of our channel being open. And <laughs> yeah, us very totally. clearly feeling something there that made no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. I just got out of like the most devastating relationship in my fucking life. And swore off any sort of relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I was starting to open back up to the idea by that point. Mm. <laughs> Didn't seem like it. <laughs> when I was like, hey, we're supposed to be together. Yeah. And he was like, ah! <laughs> as he coughs <laughs> uh, yeah just clearing your throat um but yeah i think it's like yes, it's thanks. it's like the trifecta essentially like it's like the mm-hmm. art was like really easy and not a big deal and the light language was really easy for me personally but what would happen when i would bring through light language for myself i would always hit on the truth every time yeah. like anytime there was any sort of confusion in my life or like oh do I do this or do I do that or like just you know like silly yeah. stuff yeah. I can't even think of an example and and the truth would always just come in after that makes the so much sense because like when that much energy comes through your emotional system dials back quite a bit you settle into peace yeah so you can't be emotionally manipulated because your emotional system isn't firing and then all of even the neural circuitry kind of goes by the wayside and the, like because you're like wait what the fuck is this I can't make sense of it yep. so your brain's kind of preoccupied yep and then the energy's just coming through and yep. you're 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 finally have enough space to yes. fucking interpret the truth in the actual yes. energetic yes, yes makes yes. so much sense yes so that mm-hmm. and then it eventually has kicked over to just me speaking my truth and yeah i mean and that's always been brewing even behind the scenes when i ran light up your truth which was a platform mm-hmm. for people to share their story and their truth to essentially be liberated from the fucking bullshit yeah um yeah God, that's so good. But that I've mm. always had this like affinity for truth and like real, like real, like what's real? Like I want to know what's real. Yeah. Like and and it's not even what's real with like all capitals. It's like what's real for you. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I want to know. Like, mm-hmm. but and then like what I love hitting on is like oh, but they say that that's real for them, but it's really not. And then like it goes even yep. deeper, and then the actual truth pops and mm-hmm. comes up, and I'm like ah yes, this is fucking it. Mm-hmm. Like I just love that. Yeah. And but there's that's like a quite the steep staircase to walk to hit uh, to hit that deeper truth. You have to be able to be willing to even speak the truth in the first place. Yeah. And I think the thing that annoys you most is when people say the shallow truth that they don't believe anyway, but stand behind it. Yeah. I hate that shit. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then they're not even willing to say the thing that's so contradictory that then they would hit absolute yeah. truth. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be with that. Mm-hmm. 
But anyway, so yeah, um, you've always had this affinity for truth. Yeah, always. And probably because I didn't tell it so much in my like young adult life. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I was I was trying to like, I was trying Same. to fit in and play the game and like work Same. the job and make the money and move up the corporate ladder. And like, mm-hmm. and I, yeah. And then like, I was also like leaking out sideways and like sleeping with people. And like, I was just running amok and drinking all the time. And mm-hmm. like, I was just, I was a hot mess. So I was like lying and like, co- like, covering up things and being like oh yeah I have no idea even though I had just seen the person like Mm -hmm. (laughs) 12 hours earlier like not at work (laughs) you know yeah yeah so my hands are sweating thinking about those times but I think it's because I did so much lying and not telling the truth and then diagnosed with anxiety and depression and like of course because I wasn't fucking speaking the truth and like Mm -hmm. my throat always had like a lump in it and I didn't understand I thought it was normal and I remember asking someone and they were like what no I was like you don't feel like a lump when you swallow and they were like what no Mm -hmm. it's like fascinating stuff and so yeah and then eventually like just like you said like I knew that I needed to quit my job but like I knew it needed to orbit out if we use those words but like or I needed I knew I needed to orbit out but like things had to get like so intense and tumultuous before I finally chose to leave because before then I was unwilling I was like holding on for dear life because if I didn't have a job I would die yeah yeah I get it but turns out that's (laughs) that's not what happened Mm -hmm oddly enough but yeah truth and speaking my truth and trusting my channel and trusting my own knowing and trusting these stories that come through and trusting that I meant to share them and like just I trust in the greater orchestration so much and I trust in like that everyone's oversoul their higher self has got their back like Mm -hmm. they're good like they're learning whatever lessons they need to learn and like that's cool like you know clearly I mean this lady has to I imagine live with more turmoil and discomfort by having sent me that message that was actually quite rude um, mm-hmm. than I have to live with. Like I still get to stay in my knowing, like I still get to stay solid in my truth and like also like really love on the people that are loving on me, like love on them back. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much more room to do that. Yeah. And it's cool to like, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, because when I think of the responses that I got back in this particular instance, like it was so it was just funny because like they got it. They like mm-hmm. one woman said like, oh, I love your snarky sense of humor. And yeah. like I just I messaged her back. I was like, oh, my God, I feel so seen. Like, thank you. Yeah. Like, it's just playful. Like, I'm fucking yeah. eating cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's just mm-hmm. like it just feels like just funny like it's it's so not a big deal and I didn't even tell the rest of the details of the story because the lady like you know she's got her hand sanitizer and she touches the keypad to pay and then she squirts her hands and sanitizes them and then she grabs the bags from the boy that the boy just touched and I was Mm -hmm. like "Mm, she missed it like you like no (laughs) so it's just funny I was like man this is like critical thinking like it's just not not there yeah and it feels good to make fun of it because like there are lots of people out there that are being a dick, but also being really nonsensical, like to be a dick about germs to other people, but then do things that are obviously nonsensical where you're yeah. touching all the same fucking germs. Anyway, yeah. it's like, 
it's like, just don't be such an asshole, you know, even yeah. to the other way, you know, yeah. you can easily flip it around the other way. So I don't know. I love, I love your snarky sense of humor too. You're always poking fun at the truth and poking fun at people whose truth doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. It has to be able to like hold, like when I come back with my fire, I, if your yeah. truth is really your truth, then it won't fucking waver when I fucking blow fire at it. Yeah. Like, can you still stand in it when like Miriam comes at you? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Like, can you like that's like that's the question and it's not even to be a bully but like I want to know like are you just as solid in your truth as I am in mine because like I'm inviting you to be in yours like that's what this pushback is mm-hmm. it's always for more refinement like I remember we were working with a woman a while ago and she was like in between different decisions and like I remember getting like all up in her face on the call and all this fire was coming through and I was like mm-hmm. and and she like broke down and cried and like shit just it it just needed to move and like reorganize Mm. but like I and I guess that's where the like trusting my channel piece comes in because like I feel compelled to say this shit I feel compelled to push against what she was saying was true it ultimately ended up being her truth but it was so wobbly and shaky Mm -hmm. that like I, I could feel that it wasn't fully true and like that's yeah it just it roars through me and I mean, she's she's still a client to this day. Yeah. And she does not mad at me and she doesn't hate me. And like none of that shit is there. It was just it, that stuff just needed to break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that's a really vague example without getting into details. No, so it's just OK. Seems, it's OK. Yeah. I mean, it it's a silly. it's a weird thing to like. Just this whole sequence of of soul like it's it's so much easier so imagine right same exact video which this doesn't entirely make sense but you'll get the point same exact video but before you say it you close your eyes and say all right i'm going to bring through a channel message everyone yeah and then you open and then you open your eyes and then you say it people would take it differently yeah because they kind of prepare themselves for some for like a little heat for because everyone's used to channel messages like they're fucking triggering yeah. often that's yeah. the whole point. They wouldn't bring something in that does nothing, right? Yeah. That has no effect on you whatsoever. Why, why uh-huh. the fuck like, yeah. go through all the trouble? Are we going to send this divine message just to tell them to think the exact same thing you're thinking? <laughs> so there's like, there's a confronting element to it. But when you keep living this life, that connection starts to integrate yeah. into your being. I feel that. And then you walk it more and then you're embodying it more, right? I mean, yep. l- like we say the whole purpose of life is to integrate your soul into your body and then radiate out to the world. Yeah. Like in that process it's you I mean arguably have access to channel and whatever and you may even say that you're channeling whatever, but at some point like you the thing you're radiating out isn't even like here's my channel. It's yeah. just fucking you. Totally. Totally. And it's it's that step that's really hard to take where you're, where I think for you, you realize you're already doing it. Yep. And for other people, they're like, oh, shit, like I have to actually like I have to actually say the things that are coming through my channel, even though I don't even know entirely how I feel about uh-huh. them. And I, I uh-huh. haven't really thought about it like thoroughly yet. I haven't made sure I know what everyone else's opinion so that mm-hmm. I can placate everyone while I say these things. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a hard thing to trust your channel, to trust your feed all the way through Yeah. because there's plenty of biological reasons to not. At yeah, core, I, I know I felt it and liked. today. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was like, I, I was outside crying to David after getting that message. I mean, I posted a snarky snark on Instagram after. And then I like really sat with it. And I was like, man, this fucking hurts. And I was crying. And I was like, this is why people don't do it because they don't mm. want to feel this level of hurt. Yeah. Like, I feel pretty fucking solid in my me- my meanness. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel pretty like steady. But, but I still get rocked. And I'm like, man, mm. this is what's scary about sharing your truth to get like backlash and to be called yeah. a dick. I capitalized it though when I requoted her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put a big D on that dick. <laughs> yeah, and I mean I don't know anyone that's stand by their truth that hasn't experienced this to some degree, you know? I know and the, and I was saying to you outside too and like it, it, I get it. Like it's just more layers of like the courage to be disliked and like yeah. can you still and I say this all the fucking time and I feel like I guess maybe I'm only saying it to myself. I don't know. <laughs> but like can you still trust yourself when your truth goes against what everyone else is saying? Mm-hmm. Like when you check in and your truth is different, good. Now can you trust it? Like That's I say fucking that fucking hard. every day. It's so hard. And I get why people don't. Same. And like, I I feel like I'm really here to fucking walk this goddamn fucking talk. And then to also, like, the thing that annoys me is like, I, I welcome truth. I welcome soul truth. I don't welcome bullshit truth is the thing. Like, there's a very, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a very clear thing like it's just clear it's clear what's soul truth and it's clear what's not to me yeah and this doesn't feel like her soul truth it feels like she's leaking out sideways Mm -hmm. and like i don't want to be the receptacle for people's sideways leakage yeah like i'm i'm not down for that that's that's apparently what's happening right now because it's happened like three times in the last however many hours but like yeah i don't know i i and and it's different like on TikTok, I got a lot of hate or a lot of confusion or a lot of like rude messages when I was mm-hmm. <laughs> had my TikTok video. My the worst TikTok video I ever put out was the one that got the yeah. most views in comments. <laughs> it's like so mm-hmm. funny of Art of Truth. And I, I kind of had a hard time with that, like with all the views and all the comments. For and sure. I was like, whoa, this is a lot of people like yeah. this is weird. I'm not used like to 750,000 or something. Crazy, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I know. I should check it. I haven't checked for a while, but yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. A fuck ton of people or views or whatever, the, however they figure it out. But I just, what was I going to say about that? That felt different than like Instagram feels like a safe space for me. And I feel mm-hmm. like I've cultivated it to be safe. Not even intentionally. It's cultivated itself that way for me or something. There's been some sort of like, some sort of like co-creation of Instagram. Like it's felt really good. Like I, I definitely don't share like I share on Facebook or on Instagram, like mm-hmm. on Facebook, like it just, it, Facebook doesn't feel like the safe space for me. Like I'm like, I don't know who the fuck's on here, but Instagram feels like more of my choice. Like I follow who I want and I, you know, don't follow mm-hmm. who I don't want to. Um, so yeah. So to get a message on Instagram, if it was just another layer of like, like, I don't know, like, I want to use the word intimate, like it more, it just felt more personal. Yeah. So, and then but that's why they have the block button, you know? And I was like, eh, yeah, block. Cause I was like, do I engage? Like, what do I say? And then, 
it just doesn't even feel worth it. Like it's like it's like convincing like how am I going to convince someone to like understand me or or understand what we're even doing or the second paradigm like there's really no room for that like you either get it or you don't and if you don't that's fine like mm-hmm. but I don't I don't want to explain it like I'm not a Brit like the whole bridge thing like I am not that yeah. I'm not here to explain myself period like I'm just going to continue to be me and and the fact that I don't like explaining myself doesn't mean that's something I have to work through to get better at explaining myself like no I, Miriam just doesn't explain herself mm-hmm period like just that's it why would I so yeah it's kind of funny it's like the bird work we were talking about the other night and mm-hmm. like terrified of birds and like can that just be okay yeah so that's kind of a different direction but yeah I mean it's hard like I keep like breathing deeply because I'm I, I don't know like I'm I'm thinking about like the whole first more than half of my life I was a Jehovah's Witness, and then I left. So, like, it happened twice very, very quickly, where my entire network suddenly disagreed with the choice that I was making, and then we didn't talk. Very, very quickly. So, everyone in my church community and my parents had a break there, and then... Like three years later, two, three years later, I left my college and then my entire fraternity, which I was like the president of and like my, some of my best friends. And founded. Yeah. And yeah. That chapter. Yeah. It's just fucking, it's so fucking hard. It's so fucking hard. I just get it. I feel the weight of it. Like. Like I was thinking about how, how you're like, oh yeah, like you're, you're good at handling that stuff. And I think I've gotten pretty good at handling that stuff, but it's only because like, I, like, it feels like nothing Hmm. like the, the depths of hurt that I felt is is about 150 people, about like 80 people, including my parents in the church community. And then about, it was like 67 who was in the fraternity that I founded. And like, it was crazy, like going back and like. And hearing things like, man, I just don't get like how you left. Like you took a vow, you know, and it's like the same thing, right? I, I, I essentially dedicated my life to both things and then left. Just fucking hard. It's so fucking hard. But now, you know, it's like I get like someone doesn't agree with me. And I'm like, okay, you yeah. know, yeah. it's like, what the fuck ever? Yeah. Like, that's good. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's awesome. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I get it. Like, I, I understand why people don't want to take a leap. I so get it. Yeah. Because it fucking hurts. Yeah. To have a, the 150 people you are closest to not agree with you and then not talk anymore to have all of those fucking friendships break. Like, I, I get it. And there's probably a good portion of, like, if you're teetering on this, there's probably a good portion of your network that, like, it's true. They'd fall off and it would hurt like a fucking bitch. It hurts yeah. so bad. But like, I think at some point you have to be able to acknowledge that like, they don't actually like you. Right. They don't even know who you are. Mm -hmm. They can't like you because you are the person that's already like, that would have already made that choice. If you weren't afraid of all of those people not liking you, you were the person that would have said the very different thing on Facebook. If you weren't Mm -hmm. concerned with all the people who are liking you, like the people who are around aren't necessarily people who would like you, even the people who give you the most praise. Because if someone's praising you for who you aren't, 
Is that even really praise? <laughs> mm-hmm. It doesn't land anyway. I've had plenty of it. I lived such a fucking double life to the extreme. Like so many versions of myself to, for, for every pocket. The kids at school, my parents, the, the kind of bad kids in the Jehovah's Witness religion, the kind of good kids in the Jehovah's Witness religion. Depending on who I was talking to, I could shapeshift. Like my entire vocabulary would change. I didn't cuss at all and I didn't have to think about it. I got so good at compartmentalizing my mm-hmm. life. I didn't have to think about it. It was like, okay, I don't cuss around these people. It just fucking, it just happened. It just fucking. Yeah. It just, it, it just. I love you swore. It just spilled out. I got so good at it, but nobody knew who I actually was. I didn't even know who I actually was. Yeah. Until this day, I'm putting together all of those pieces. Of course. Seriously, to this yeah. fucking day. Because the, the only person I let in was like my high school girlfriend. She was the only mm-hmm. person that arguably saw most of me. And there mm-hmm. were probably even pieces that she didn't even see. Plenty of things that I tried to hide. It's weird. It's so weird. Like becoming yourself, standing firm in it, and then having people fall off. It's it's the hardest thing. Mm. It's the hardest fucking thing. So I get it, you know? But like mm. at some point, we have to make the decision whether or not we're going to pretend for the rest of our lives and have people around us who don't even know us, who praise the versions of the, who praise the character that we play, mm-hmm. or to actually be ourselves in the world, settle into the peace, have all of the things that are easily diagnosable as mental illness, but are actually just the the psychological burden of not being liked for who we actually are and having to pretend. Mm. So many of the things come from that. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm. To bear that burden for the rest of our life for no reason. Yeah. That's not a life. It's not a life. So like as much as it hurts and sucks, you know, like I come back all the way, like as much as it hurts and sucks to have someone be like, I don't agree with you. I think your perspective is stupid. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's not going to change me. Right. Yeah. It can't. I played that game for way too fucking mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's just becoming painfully obvious to me that the people who have ever hated on any of our stuff have no fucking idea where we're coming from. A hundred percent. It's just painfully obvious. hundred percent. Nor do they want to even know. Yeah. 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 It was really powerful today to talk to that woman and have her say that she like, you know, I triggered her. And, oh my God, I love it. And that she like came to this place of like, but wait, Miriam's kind. Wait, Miriam has all this love to give. Like she yeah. knows me like in human form. We know each other from yeah. like six years ago, even longer. Yeah. So for her to say that and come to this place within herself and then like have a wonderful call, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was curious too, because I mean, she even said like, you know, she was, and I heard this yesterday too from another woman, like just seeing what's on social media and then them being like, huh, I wonder what Miriam says about this. And then coming over to my page and like, mm-hmm. I ain't saying any of that. Yeah. If anything, I'm saying what sounds like the opposite. Mm-hmm. But really what I'm saying is my own soul truth and my invitation is for you to find yours. Yeah. And like, that's okay. Like if your soul truth matches the narrative, then fucking ride that. Mm -hmm. Like do it. Mm -hmm. 
because it's your fucking time. Yeah, this is it. It's go time, baby. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm ready for when the narrative matches my soul truth. That's what I'm gearing up for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if that takes 40 years, 50 years, if I never fucking see it, that's okay. And a part of me thinks I won't. But the other part of me is like, no, like, yeah, you're definitely going to fucking see it, Miriam. <laughs> but there is a piece of us that has to get to that point where it's like, yeah. even if we are never recognized for the rest of our lives in the way that we want, we would want to be. Yeah. Can, will I still be myself? Yeah. It's a hard fucking thing to, to, to stand by. Yeah. It's so fucking hard. But it's lit. It's the only even logical conclusion. It's mm-hmm. the only conclusion that I can actually stand by and yeah. be proud of saying. Yeah. Cause everything else internally just feels like cowardice. Yeah. <sighs> and I love, I love that woman's message to you because that's what it is. Most of the time, you know, it's like, listen, I'm angry at you because I can't do that thing because I need to be a good person, which means you're yes. not a good person, yes. you know? Yeah. And that's what it like, you know, it was like, wait, how does Miriam not care about old people? How does she not yep. care about? Cause it's like, wait, I thought she did. I thought she cared about old people. You know, yeah. it like, it like throws everything off. It confuses the system. Uh-huh. And I do care about old people. Fucking got my risings and cancer. Yeah. Old people. I, I'm fucking thinking about them all the time. Yeah. I'm talking to them at the freaking nail salon. We're yeah. showing off our toes to each other. <laughs> yeah. We've had long discussions about just feeling completely overwhelmed with the state of the world and poverty and homelessness in Seattle. Oh, and, and like, so, so many of the, uh, it's the same, you know, it's the same thing, like truly being with the disadvantaged and seeing what we can even do about it. We've had so yeah. many conversations about that but it's different when it happens to align with a political narrative, when it happens to rally the troops to put someone in office and like, and that that's so even unspoken. Yeah. Hmm. Cause if these things said vote for Bill Gates as the, the world health official or vote for Biden for president 2020 at the end of them, like they would arguably be more true. Yeah. Agreed. But like there's these little under undercurrents. Yeah. Because yep. it's like, where do you think these narratives started? Why is it happening during an election uh-huh. cycle? And why was the last time that it happened during the last election cycle? <laughs> uh-huh. Like in what world does this level of coincidence mean nothing? Right. Right. In what world? Yeah. And even if it's radically important, which there's many voices that say both these issues aren't nearly as important as we say they are, not in the ways that we are saying they are, that there are other issues that are actually kind of, that are more important at the root of the things that we think they actually are. Yes, 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 It's like, even if they are important, is it important for every single person across the world to make that the top most important thing for them on that day or on that week or on that, uh, that news cycle? I was talking to another woman and she was essentially like, like 
Miriam, I want to do the work around this, around Black Lives Matter. She's Mm -hmm. like, but I just don't feel like that's what's here for me right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, can you trust that? Yeah. Because like, can you trust that you'll do it when you do it? Because that's how you've always operated. Mm -hmm. Like, can you trust that you'll follow the energy on this just like you follow it on everything else? Yeah. Yeah. Like, just because it's like the latest thing. Like, I'm the same way, like with the like freaking... Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad and mm-hmm. all the things that like, you know, are popular at the t- Harry Potter, mm-hmm. like all that stuff when it's popping, like I'm not interested. I don't know why it's not to be rebellious. It's not to be like, oh, fuck Harry Potter. Like, I don't know anything about Harry Potter yeah. until two years ago. Mm-hmm. Did we watch all of them? <laughs> yeah, we did awesome. at my mom's yeah. or three years ago. Yeah. Like it just like. I don't know. It, it's not, it's just cause it's just not what's here for me. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing something else. I'm my energy's elsewhere. Like I'm thinking about other things and yeah. can that be okay? And like, it's weird. Cause then there's like, Oh my God, what? You've never seen Harry Potter. It's like, no, I haven't. Oh my God. What? How have you mm-hmm. not seen Harry Potter? It's everywhere. Like I just went to Disney and I just got back from Harry Potter's Hogwarts yeah. or whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah. I don't mean, I hardly even know. But like it's like it, there's even that thread of that in in those narratives. Like that's what we do to each other. It's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you haven't seen the new Star Wars?" I'm like, uh, "Actually, I've never seen one one Star Wars." What? Mm-hmm. How you watched you... like 20 minutes and then you fell asleep. Yeah, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> I know. But but yeah, like it's that same it's the same it's yeah. the same thing that we're doing to one another, even in these scenarios. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? You're not wearing a mask? Oh my god! Like, is that okay? Like, how how have you been going without a mask? Mm-hmm. It's like how have you been living without watching Star Wars? Like, it's it's that yeah. same level it's of intensity, funny. right? And question and confusion that people experience from yeah. you when you're not doing the thing that we're all doing. Wait, what do you mean you didn't vote? You didn't vote, but like you, you're an American, like you should vote. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, but I didn't. I'm like I didn't even have my license in California. My car wasn't even fucking registered. I got pulled over. I got in a car accident. <laughs> I fucking got a ticket. No, I didn't vote. <laughs> you know, but it, yeah. it's like we've been doing this to each other for fucking eons. Yeah. It's just funny. It's funny that it's the same. It's it's amplified, but it's the mm-hmm. same. It's like the same like level of like, oh, like that's appalling. How have you Mm -hmm. never seen Breaking Bad? And that's kind of how we've held together our like social units for a really long time. I I think that's the way that kind of religions have enforced their their mm-hmm. dogmatic ways of views like when i when i hear um ben shapiro talk about like the the orthodox jews and the ways how different communities kind of adhere to different things so it's like if you if you like adhere to the sabbath and then like where the you know like if you if you do certain things like just a few core things then like we're good we're part of the same community. We're doing the thing, mm. you know, then there's other communities that like, if you do, if you don't do everything the way we do it, then like your, your son can't marry my daughter. Mm. And it's kind of like the, there's different ways of going about it, you yeah. know, 
Yeah. It's like if you're a good person and like you haven't committed any major like crimes, like you haven't killed anyone and like, you know, mm-hmm. like if you if you've kind of adhered to the basic rules of being human, like, okay, like we, we can talk, we can have a, a mm-hmm. civil discussion. But there's also the other crowd that's like, well, if you don't do everything exactly at the time or doing yeah. it, then like you're not a part of the in crowd. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a part of the in crowd, then you're an outcast and then we shouldn't talk to you or we should find a reason to hate you or we should find a reason to you know, mm-hmm. there are just different ways about of going about things. And obviously the first one is more rational. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's just interesting. You know, I mean, I love looking at all of these things from an evolutionary basis and then from like a historical basis, because mm-hmm. you can find like all of the same trends going back for so long. Like just because this is how we do things here in quotes doesn't mean that it's right or even makes sense. Right. Like we're running nonsensical animal logic mm-hmm. and we think that it's really high level and virtuous. Yeah. And we're willing to stand by that without even thinking about it. Right. And we're not even willing to think <laughs> about it because we think that the people who have thought about it are ignorant. Uh-huh. So we're actually going to hate them and ban them and get them off mm-hmm. out of our sight because their very presence is a threat to my sanity yeah. as a part of the in crowd. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. weird, 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 mm-hmm. weird logic. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether there's some like crazy undercurrent of like world government that's running this. But regardless, if there was, like, this makes sense. <laughs> totally. This is that's, like, this is arguably yes. going there whether or not there's people pulling the strings or not. Yeah. 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 For sure. You know, like I can't tell if people are pulling the strings. I can't tell if everyone's just like, just kind of going along with it because this is where our evolutionary program is heading Mm -hmm. or because there's people that are actively manipulating it. Mm -hmm. But we're acting nonsensical enough that it's like, if people, like it makes sense that people would be actively manipulating it because I can't, like, it's so nonsensical. It's so wild. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, once you see it, it's kind of hard to unsee it. Like even just talking to my mom about like just her, you know, just her lifespan and things yeah. that she's seen and she's just like, "Oh, yeah, this is what happened. Like this has been going on forever." Yeah. And it's like, "Yeah, you're right." It's mm-hmm. it's more amplified now, but like we say we said that about the last time we felt this way. Like we always say, "Oh, but this is more amplified." Like, "Oh, this is more like the world's even crazier now than it was then." But we say mm. that every time. Mm. Yeah. And like is it? I don't know. I mean, I think or, there are factors that are playing into it, like our sense making's at an all-time low because we're trusting the loudest sources of information less and less. Hmm. So I think that's contributing to it. Like we don't trust the news for the most part as a collective. We, mm. d- we don't really trust that narrative. Like fake news is a meme that's like perpetuated throughout most of America yeah. that like certain news sources just absolutely aren't true or maybe all news sources aren't true. And I think we're also trusting people less and less in their own opinion. Like we're trusting the information that's coming at us less and less. It's hard to find out what's even true anymore. I think people are trusting the news. Like I think like that's what my mom brushes up against when she goes out into the world and people are, Mary, you need to wear your mask. You're over the age of 65. There are always people who do, but I think a larger and larger percentage of people are losing trust in our institutions and in our information sources. Gotcha. But I don't, I don't know. It's not a terrible thing because it's not that they were getting truer information before, you know? Right. 
like it was arguably just as biased and ridiculous. Mm-hmm, so if mm-hmm. anything, we're starting to distrust so, the news sources that aren't true yeah. and trying to make sense of the world in a different way. Yeah. And I, I think social media is the way we're doing that, but we're just too fucking emotional on there. We're doing the, like yeah. the herd outrage thing right now. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's why it comes back to trusting your own soul truth and your own yeah. soul knowing, like it is kind of funny to like log on to your phone in the morning or whatever, log on mm-hmm. <laughs> like <an> AOL <laughs> dial up. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so okay please insert your disc <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so it's just like I think that's why uh, it, well uh, it's more important to trust your truth now more than ever like why would you not I mean you're gonna trust somebody else's truth on their Facebook page over your own truth yeah. like that's kind of bananas yeah. but the, the the point I wanted to make was like it's interesting to like to go on to these like social media platforms and like allow that to dictate your day and like allow Mm. yourself to push off of what's in your little rectangle in your hand. Um, allow that to like inform who you're going to be today. Like that's fucking weird. And that's what we're doing. And we're moving more into that as a species. And the thing that I'm going to speak up about today is the thing that everyone is talking about. So let's find out what everyone's talking about so that I have a voice. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I, I fucking do it. I know I do it. And and you know it's what? It's hard not to. What's that? It's hard not to. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I would like to think it's easier, but. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It probably, it probably is hard not to. But I, the other thing too, is that like when, when I am pushing off of something that I see online that I don't agree with or like, I, I don't go on that person's page and say that they're dumb and that they're a dick and you know that they're a you don't racist that. no that just doesn't even I, I don't know maybe i think that i would probably use the word idiot honestly i'd be like oh god such an idiot or like oh we lost another one <laughs> like that's how it feels yeah. but what i would end up doing is just using my platform to refine my truth even further and share my message again yeah and that feels that feels mm, yeah, that just feels like what I'm, what I do in those situations. And that feels like what I would love to see more people do, I think, rather than like be the, be the creeper, be the vine in the comment section, mm-hmm. um, not standing on their own two feet. Yeah. My sense is that most people devote maybe 1% of their bandwidth to the latest issues and they're completely consumed by their own lives, by the material possessions they want to get, by wanting to feel better, by their life goals. They're so consumed with their own individual life that they're not actually really thinking about these things. Mm-hmm. So I think they just do the bare minimum to be a good person. So mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, I don't know that the logic is even running that deep. Oh. But I think like, there's, so <laughs> my sense is that like the reason why you don't do that is because you actually have a lot of empathy. Like, because I don't think you think that they're a idiot because they like can't formulate information or what, like, you know, like the narrative is so blatantly obvious and out there that like, it makes sense that people believe it. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. And I think like you have to be able to understand that to have a different perspective too. You know, like there's, yeah. there's like a sequence of things you have to be able to understand in order for you to even formulate your own opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think that breeds a level of a level of empathy from the very beginning. Yeah. I mean, even with the lady in the mask at target, you know, like yeah. her having family members that have stage four cancer, um, 
I got it. I was like, oh, that makes sense why she'd wear a mask because she's fucking scared. Of course. Yeah. What I was speaking out was the sideways shaming. Yeah. Because <laughs> it just was. Not addressing you, pretending you don't exist. Right. And, and then telling a story. Yeah. Within earshot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, and, and it was interesting, too, because I was like, I could feel the. I don't think she has family members with stage four cancer. I was like, mm. my truth barometer went off. I was like, nope. It's not multiple family members that you have with stage four cancer. Like, I, I don't feel the truth in that. Mm. Obviously, there's no way to fact check this lady. I have no idea who she is or what yeah. she even looks like. She had a fucking mask on. <laughs> How convenient. Um, but yeah, but I could see. So my truth barometer went off on that. There's obviously no way to verify it. But I. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I did get where she was coming from. And I, yeah. I and it she of feels course. scared. Of course. And she's scared of me. She's scared yes. that I'm standing there without a mask. And I experienced the same thing when I went and got a smoothie the other day. I stood in this like little four foot like square and you have to like shout to the girl at the counter, which just makes no sense because they do have counter service or they do have table service here in Arizona where they come up to your table yeah, and take your order. Yeah. So They're just kind of throwing shit together. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. which again, in my mind, I'm like, where is the critical thinking? Like this doesn't make sense. And, yeah. and there's a little thing on the bottom of the door so you can open the door with your foot and you know, there's yeah, just, yeah, there's yeah. all these new things and I just fucking opened it with the handle because I, I although I'd rather be here than anywhere else. Like I, I'd rather oh, have some nonsensical random rules so that they can save face than to have a complete and total fucking oh, yeah. lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I agree. I'm, wide open I'm really grateful to be here. And this lady came in with a mask on and I could feel her. I mean, hello. Yeah. And and she like she like didn't like that we were in confined quarters. And I felt I was like, this is weird. She's wearing a mask. Like, I don't even feel like I can engage with her. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It feels weird to even like look at her or smile. Like, do I smile? Do I say hi? Like, she's afraid. Like, yeah. do I scoot over? Do I m- try to like squeeze myself in the corner so she feels better? Like, it was just the whole thing was completely uncomfortable. But then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna stand here and be me and breathe without yeah. a mask. I don't know. You you're clearly protected because you have your mask on. I don't know. It's it's fucking weird. It doesn't it doesn't check out. When truth doesn't hold all the way through, everyone knows this about me already. I'm just not interested. I'm like, yeah, I can't play. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, I don't watch that show. Yeah, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, I didn't watch the fundraiser for the WHO. We're on, we're all in this together brainwash music festival. No, I didn't fucking watch that. Like am I still a good person though? Do I still check out with you? Like, is it okay that I'm still me that I didn't do all of these things that like societally and socially we do in order to be mm-hmm. accepted? Mm-hmm. And, and, and do I have to check my good personness with you? Yeah. What if I just embody my good personness and just fucking know it and radiate out into the world and continue to be it? Then what? Then what happens? Yeah. Oh, nothing. No change. Oh, okay. Actually, actually more liberation, more internal liberation for myself. And then maybe for you. Oh, what? Now you're triggered that I'm doing this. Oh, do you want to sit and look look at that or no? Yeah. And can we dig a little bit deeper to like the actual things that make people a good person or not a good person? Like like if Charles Manson wears a mask and listens to the the Lady Gaga concert, like is that is is he, is he a good person? Like and what is it that makes the people who are saying that you're not a good person a good person? Yeah. Is it the fact that they're following the rules that they're coming after you at? Like what what is it underneath that? Like, who are you as a person? What are you living into? What values are you beholding? What things are you sharing? Like, how do you treat your family members and your mm-hmm. community? Like how, like, 
there's so many things that we're we're <laughs> trying to distill down to like are you up to date with the latest news and do you agree mm-hmm. yeah it reminds me it's like because now that we don't have sports you know it reminds me of like what you didn't watch the game last night i stayed up until 2 a.m watching the game like i can't believe it you missed the best pass like oh, no no, funny. no. I, i've never really been in sports communities but it's just work it was just yeah, work settings yeah, yeah, but yeah. but yeah that's another thing it's mm-hmm. like oh i can't believe you missed it you got to catch the replay man it's like maybe it'll be on in the break room <laughs> <laughs> but you know to like not know and then and then i would even catch myself mm. doing these things and being i'm like oh i should check the score and see who won so that way i could talk about it at work tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah so i can be a good person yeah instead of like no i didn't fucking watch the game johnny i'm not interested in the goddamn game but no, this was in the time where I was like, oh, my God, we need to get our flu shot count up at the store so we can win the flat screen TV for the break room. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have the smallest store in the district. But yes, we also got the most flu shots. We won. Yeah. Like just to paint a picture of where my consciousness was at at the time. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so again. The thing that we're taking a stand for more than anything is to dial in your own soul's truth. Yeah. Always. Always. And it, yeah. And it, and these opinions literally don't fucking matter. They aren't relevant to that. Mm-mm. You know, like our opinions about things aren't relevant to that discussion at all. Like, it's like, what is your truth? Yeah. Stand by it. Totally. A hundred fucking percent. Yeah. Double and the down. things that we're going to poke fun at and that we're going to like try to dismantle are going to be things that everyone believes that under the surface seem to be nonsensical mm-hmm. because they're the most, they're the things that most likely people are going to be trying to liberate themselves from so they can trust their fucking own truth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I get a pee. Yeah, I got a P2. Oh, me first. Okay. <laughs> they just yeah. hear a steady stream of me, <laughs> me being on the podcast. <laughs> Guys, we're there. We're there. We're already hanging out. <laughs> and I just, I don't like, I don't like what these topics. I don't, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting so fed up with even talking Wait, about this stuff. Mean? With even talking about masks or Black Lives Matter or anything culturally relevant at all. Yeah. I'm getting so done with talking about these things. Like I'm feeling this deep desire to refine and settle into what we're really here to do and the things that we're actually here to do. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Cool. I'm excited for the next podcast. Then it feels more spacious and clear and me too. Yeah. And I think this stuff has helped us refine and has, yeah, it's true. It's been, I think it's been helpful for other people too, to just, I hope so. You know, it's hard. It's hard when you like go on social media and you follow someone that you've been following for a really long time and then they're saying something that's like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, where did they go? Yeah. You got that. You got, that's an actual true story that someone told you. That's a true story. And I think we've both felt that. Yeah. So I, I always want to be a place that you guys can come and be like, huh, I wonder what Miriam and David are saying. Mm -hmm. I wonder what chances are if it's fucking, if it's collectively loud enough, we probably have a podcast on it. Yeah, you know, for sure. But I also want to be able to like really, really dial in like. But I feel like we're always going to say the same thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. To trust yourself. Yeah. And to keep going. Yeah. 
It's true. Like always, no matter what, no matter what the collective narrative is, it's going to change. Mm-hmm. July 2020, it's going to be something different. It just mm-hmm. will. It always is. It's a new hashtag. We got a new hashtag trending. Obamagate, whatever, you know, it's like there's always something, there's always something trending, but no matter what, and I think we use these cultural examples mm-hmm. to to show that it's okay to not be in culture, that it's okay to sit on the cutting edge and have a radically different message. Like it's yeah. safe to, to speak your truth and to share your truth in the world and to know that culture isn't going to get it and they don't need to. Mm-hmm. Culture is too busy trying to convince tradition to change. Yeah. I'm quoting David from last night, but loosely. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's it's culture's job to inform tradition, and that's why the statues are coming down. That's why the da da da's are changing, and the laws, and all this stuff. And that's what culture does. But the people that listen to this podcast, you're either fully on the cutting edge, or you're like you're teetering between culture and tradition, or cutting edge, and being like, where the fuck do I belong? And I want to say, welcome to the cutting edge. Mm-hmm. Because if you're you're resonating with what we're saying, even if even if you're a mask wearer and you're a devote mask wearer and your mask has fucking bling all over it and you're like loud and proud wearing your goddamn mask, good, good, mm-hmm. fucking trust that and wear it. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's not about that, but it's about you solidifying into more of who you're here to be and like, what is that? What the fuck even is that? That's what mm-hmm. I want to know. That's what I want to hear from you. That's what I want to be around. Mm-hmm. Cause that's how I, that's, then I'll know where to find you because when the dust settles, cause it settles for like maybe a week and then it kicks back up again, maybe three days, a week's maybe generous. Yeah. It's true. And then it's like, Oh, but so-and-so this is what they do. This is what they specialize in. Oh my God. They've been talking about essential oils for 47 years. Oh my God. They've been doing this like land healing work for so long. Oh my God. Da 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 Whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. We know where to find you because you've been steady on your craft yeah. this whole time. And my craft happens to be truth and my own truth and my yeah. own expression. David's craft is articulating all of these different things and distilling them down yeah. and showing you why this makes sense and why this doesn't make sense. But not from his perspective, but from yours, which is like a whole gift in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like the, the other layer in this, you distill that really well. I can't believe it. You did amazing. Who am I? <laughs> and the only other layer in this is like, we also get it fucking hurts. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a puddle outside <laughs> pre-podcast. Yeah, and like I get it. And I was like a, like mid-podcast, I felt like a fucking puddle just remembering like my whole fucking childhood community and my like early year, like, yeah. Like I don't have any friends that I can, Oh my God, I've been friends for like 20 years. Not a single person. Yeah. It's fucking hard. Mm. I get it. I so fucking get it. And I've chosen an arguably very taboo path. <laughs> well, yeah. Channel an ET. and take a stand against most of the cultural narratives that are out there like i i get it's fucking extreme i imagine but still like i i also get that your perspective feels just as fucking extreme and just as radical and like i get that it fucking hurts it's so hard to watch people fall off especially people you care about and respect 
but the only reason they're orbiting out is because they didn't actually like the person that you were at your core or the person that you're becoming yeah. or that they were only there to serve that particular phase of your life and you were only there to serve that particular phase totally. of their life and now you both need to develop into something that's radically different yep. and you won't be supporting each other anymore. It'd just be too conflicting. Yeah. That's how I feel about my friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Like things orbit in and orbit out. But the, the truth underneath all of it is like we're here to become ourselves. Yeah. And when you're standing firmly in that, there's there's no social consequence that can that can hold. Right. That can be a reason to not keep going. Right. In my head. All right, my love. <laughs> I got to pee. Let's, yeah, let's both get peeing. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thanks for uh, letting Miriam type the boat today. I know. Look and at me. By the way. Oh, yeah. Tell him. We are launching a channel night community called Channel Night Monthly, where we're going to do a monthly channel night every month on the first Tuesday. We're also launching a light language community. Where oh, Miriam, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Miriam's going to do kind of like a collective energy update style uh, transmission on the first of every month yep. and we're starting in July. Yep. So if you want to learn more, go to members.thesecondparadigm.com um, or I'll probably put a banner up at thesecondparadigm.com but just to be safe, go to members.thesecondparadigm.com and check it out. There, it's 20 bucks a month for both. 20 bucks a month for both or you can get one individually for 15 bucks a month if you for, for whatever reason you like one of us more, you can just hop on our thing. <laughs> um, although in the channel lights, you'll also get Miriam. Yeah, so you can't you, avoid if me. If you just like Miriam and don't like me, you have an option there. Uh, if you just <laughs> or, like me and don't like Miriam, you, you don't really have one. You don't but have an you can dial into, uh, you're, you can tune into both uh, for 20 bucks a month. Uh, yeah, we just want to do something continually. So check out the members. Yeah. Or not the members, but members.thesecondparadigm.com. And you can learn more about that. It's called All Access Monthly or the second paradigm monthly. And yeah, I'm excited to get started in yeah. July. Yeah. That feels like where we get to do the the work where we dive in and we're like, okay, let's really fucking do this. Yes. Dive in, talk about what it means to even anchor your soul, all of those things. Yep. And I think I need to remember that too. That lots of the urge I have to like really get in there is because we end up talking about so much of the cultural narrative on here. Mm. You know, and we're unpacking so many things and like yeah. this is such a broad message that I'm like, man, I want to get into like the nitty gritty and like yeah. answer people's individual questions yes, and like yes, yes. all of these things. And and those are the things we end up doing on yeah, on, on things lights. like this on channel yeah. night. So if you want to tune in, be on with us uh for Miriam's light language transmission that's coming out on the first and then the first Tuesday yeah. channel light coming up in July, then head over to members.secondparadigm.com <laughs> and we'll see you soon. All right. Good stuff. All right, we're gonna get tinkling and uh you got speaking your truth. <laughs> Have a good rest of your day. Keep going. <laughs> Keep trusting. And welcome mm-hmm. home. Got grounded existence left by soul where the world stands witness. In my mind, I'm all alone, stuck inside. But in my soul, I always know I am more.